welcome to CXO, a magical podcast to help you serve better and concoct experiences that are superlative in nature. I'm your host, Supriya Sharma, bringing to you in each episode didactic nuggets so you can get inspired to sprinkle stardust in your company, your home, and the community on the whole. We have with us today our guest, Ben Goody, who's joining us from London. He is the marketing lead at Centersim and the able founder of How The Fuck. Ben, welcome to our show. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Could you help us understand how Centersim is revamping the customer experience space through automation? <laughs> yes, sure. So, yeah, so Centisum is a an AI natural language processing startup um, based out of London and India, actually. Um, and what we're doing is helping companies leverage their customer support data for customer insights. So customer support data is a largely untapped resource at the moment of customer feedback, uh, CX insights, um, and that kind of thing. So we are using AI and um, an NLP to automate the process of categorizing those tickets, helping companies prioritize um, insights and friction points and uh, reasons for churn and reasons customers can't that get in the way of, of more revenue. Um, and we're helping companies prioritize those and all their other feedback, um, but mainly it's about leveraging support tickets. That's wonderful. What that actually look like? It's it's about automating the tagging. It's just a, it's, I just finished that, but it was um, yeah. In terms of what that actually looks like, it's about automating ticket tagging um, as tickets come in, um, which companies can use for all sorts. And the best thing about it is is how we can leverage our technology to create wonderful experiences for our customers. So before we move on, Ben. How do we differentiate between customer service and customer experience? Um, I think I'd go for just a, a simple, maybe simple definition. Like I think customer experience is, is is sort of the way that I would define brand as well, uh, which is just like the sum of how your customer interacts and understands and feels every interaction with your brand, and that's the customer's experience with you, and that covers across like. Know, their first interaction, their pre-interaction through to their like post-sale interaction and all of that kind of experience with you. Um, and it's about sort of, I think for companies, like every company makes these sort of brand, big brand promises um, about like, yeah, this is what, this is what great stuff you'll get with us. And the customer experience is the sort of customer side of that promise. Do they really get that experience that you promised? Um, whereas, whereas customer service, um, Wow, it's I I think just it's the simple the simple part of of how can your team actually help the customer overcome a, a problem in the moment rather than like versus like a longer term fix or experience. It's more of a um, 
Yeah, it's more of like the support that your team can give them in that moment. So that that then covers, yeah, like all of your channels of when your customer needs you. Are you there on the phone? Or are you there by chat? Or do you have the right articles ready for them? Like those things are about how you literally support your customer in the moment of, of need. Yeah. So can we say that customer service is just a part of the whole puzzle, what we call the customer experience? Would it be fine to say that? Yeah, I would say so. Like you can have like the, cu the customer service experience an important part of the overall customer experience. <laughs> customer service experience, I like that. <laughs> well, what's the linchpin of a Centism customer experience? Since uh, mm. your company is into AI and customer service and bringing them together, what is the linchpin of a Centism customer experience? Yeah. I like it's, it's a very good question. Um, I always think if a company works in the space of customer experience or customer service, they better have good customer experience or customer service. But of course, that's it's hard to do. But something we're working on all the time um, is how can we improve the, those things for our customers. Um, one of the big things that we do in our customer experience is is. Um, having a free trial is like one of the big things that we do like within the ai world it can be very easy to be uncomfortable whether the ai is going to work like we promise like the ai is going to categorize your, your tickets very accurately and at a very detailed level is it going to work like everyone thinks my data is special my context like i'm worried it's not going to work so we always do like a huge free trial where we go through 12 months of all of your data and we work with you and we show you exactly how this product will work on your data and you can see would you get value on it from it on your own data before you even decide to sign any contracts you know so i think that's an important part of just like reassuring all of our customers like making sure they're going to get value and at the end we don't want to work with people who are unhappy and they're going to leave us in a couple of months we want to have people who come through get value and then decide to buy um, so we don't trap anyone i think that's an important part of our customer experience okay so we get it now. That's how Centism is making use of the freemiums. We get a free trial for 12 months. That's wonderful. Before we can decide whether we want to go ahead or not. It's actually, so it's not 12, it lasts one month. Okay. But it, but it can, uh, we do an analysis of 12 months of your support ticket history. history. Mm -hmm. So the, the really like on a high volume of support tickets, will you, um, like will you get value basically yeah so it's, it lasts a month you only need a month to be like this works yeah or this doesn't work um yeah no, no yeah nothing up front to to kind of trick you into it just uh just uh like we talk to you we can tell you how it works and make sure you're happy mm -hmm. okay since we are in support tickets let me ask you this since you're working with the clients of different sizes and different revenue scale when we come to support tickets, is it really the uh, worth the time of a customer service leader to be looking into each and every support ticket or uh, listening to the call recording of each and every customer service interaction? Do you think it's worth the time or it should be sampled across? Um, I would say, obviously, it depends how many support tickets you have. Um, you can't like no one has the cap capacity to look through um, let's say like one of our customers has like 150,000 a month 
support to kids. So no, no one's looking through all of those. Like they would be crazy um, by hand, at least. Like they don't do that manually. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's hundred percent. You know, if you if you don't have, get a technology to do this for you, like it's hundred percent worth looking at your support tickets. Um, whether you take an, whether you take a like a sample and you report on like what you find in that, like you can make, you know, when presented the right way, you can make a, a really good case for improving the issues that you find in support tickets. And, and once you share that widely across the business, you can start to reduce the volume of support tickets that are coming in. Um, related to those issues. So I think it's 100% worth. Um, so for me, is you know, the, I think the most valuable bit of customer insight you can probably get is to talk one-on-one -on -one to a customer. Um, if you can do that at scale, then you can get like a quantitative statistical um, sort of feeling, uh, uh, an understanding of what the real issues are. And so you can prioritize like according to that. Um, so yes, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Those of us who work in the customer service space, we would agree that the best and the most upfront feedback you can get from a customer is directly through interacting with them, actually. But yeah. uh, uh, looking at the uh, on the global scale and uh, the distances, okay, you are in London and you have customers in the United States. How do you think we can get in touch with our customers if not through technology, if not through um, surveys, if not through um, Rare tickets. Yeah, I, I well, I agree. You can't. I think I think you have to do it through technology. Um, yeah, and I think it's important. Like, like I think it's important that everyone has you know their their channels set up so they can talk to customers. Um, but I think most importantly, it's like how you use that data. Like most of the time, um, support or customer service professionals they know all the problems of the customer. Um, and then you've got the other side of the business, someone doing a survey, trying desperately to understand what's wrong with the customer. And those two need to come together and, and people across the business need to be looking at support tickets and understanding support data. One of the issues that we've also noticed when uh, talking of the support tickets and analyzing what issues the customers are facing or what are the good things, in fact, that we are doing for our customers and what's making our customers happy. In some cases, when we're presenting these one-off cases of the or the customers being happy or unhappy, we have this issue of outliers, you know, especially when the cases are presented to the management team, there's always this thing saying that, okay, they might be outliers. How do you know that the case you're presenting is true and we should actually make changes in our strategy or in our uh, focus based on what you're saying? So how do we convince the management on that usually? Oh, wow, yeah. Um... Well, if they're saying, um, yeah, I think it's, and it's a fair question. If, if you say to someone, today I heard in a phone call that this customer has this problem, it's a fair question for someone who's head of product or something to say, well, how big is that problem? Like, who else is impacted? Um, how do you know it's important? Um, but yeah, I mean, the way you need to do that is to, to build quantitative evidence as well as the qualitative one conversation helps hit the point home, but the quantitative side of things is what's gonna um, prove the case. Yeah. And, and, and it, it matters too, because why one problem and why not another problem? So if you, if you can know that this problem makes customers leave you and it affects thousands of customers a day and this problem you know, is, is slightly painful, but it only, only affects 
500 customers, like, yeah, it's important that you can prioritize that you actually build a quantitative sort of understanding of these things. And that's where effective data analysis actually comes in, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Ben, what we want to know from you is how can we turn the customer insights that we are getting through softwares or through technology into something that is more actionable, something that can relate to our customer service vision. Let me make it clearer for you. Imagine a company who is starting afresh on their customer experience journey, and they have this data available to them through technology, the insights available to them. How can they actually turn these insights? What's the secret sauce that can help them turn these insights into something that's more actionable, that takes them closer to their customer service vision? Cool. Um, yeah, it's a very good question. I think it's a very difficult question as well. It's like very convoluted and there's lots of answers, I think. Um, but yes, I think it is a big problem, like customer experience people having insight but not being able to make other people listen or not being able to make it into action in some way. Um, but yeah, like there's a, there's a few different characteristics of insight that gets listened to and it's a bit more actionable. Um, and I think it's, so there's two parts, there's, there's the insight itself, which is kind of what we just talked about, like the statistical side of things, like is it, is it, is it, um, you know, conf can you be confident that you can trust it? Um, and is it like new and insightful insight? Like, is it something that's more context? It's not just, it's, the, the, it's not just, um, we have a hundred issues about, um, the order process or the returns process, but it tells you like customers of this age are, are returning because of, you know, this specific issue bug in the website like that we should fix that and this will lead to this much revenue change you know it's a much more of a you can make a bit more of a case which is more insightful in the way that you present those insights um and, and another big one about insight itself is like is is that leads me on to like the granularity of those insights um which is instead of just the top level like order issue it's the real real root cause of why that customer is having a problem and why they're all having different problems um so then there's the, as the, the then like insight there's, there's general stuff that i think everyone knows about insight like it has to be unbiased as well and, and it has to, it, the fresher the better like it can't be 12 months too late telling us a problem and those are all the things about insight and then i think the other so the other side of that once you've got your insight in a way that's really trustable and you can be confident in it that then it's about how do you translate that into um, a message to the rest of your organization um, and there's a few yeah, there's a few great people who like you often find that a, a customer experience head of customer experience is like a champion and he's like selling and telling stories and I feel like they have to to be that person to sell a vision um, but yeah um, we wrote a tip like a like a tip sheet actually recently about basically how to get heard and how to get listened to um, as a customer experience um, professional, make your insights listened to. Um, so I just quickly like reel off a couple of those, but like um, making things easy to understand is of course like a basic one. Getting it in front of, so now like let's say you have like another a huge amount of customer insight. How do you then get that in an easy to understand way in front of people 
uh, that uh, need it at the right time. Like not everyone is going to be able to start a new project and act on it right now to 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 yeah just to to make the changes that will fix the problems that your insight has revealed. So basically to like getting it in with them at the right time let's say you have a bit of insight about or let's say you know um, the product team is currently working on a different a project to fix the checkout experience or something like that if you're an e-commerce company uh, gathering your customer insights on that particular area of the business and saying oh by the way this could help you now is a good way of, of sort of aligning yourself with their strategic roadmap and you, that's a, a great way to actually start getting people to hear and understand the value of support insights. Um, so that's, yeah, that's one good one. Um, yeah, one of my, one of the people I've interviewed on, a, on our podcast, his big one is about talking about, his big one's like, how do you get the rest of the business to act on your insight is to, is to, um, is to talk about brand essentially. Like the way I described it, well, at the beginning of this podcast about um, basically your customer, like a lot of people care about their brand promise, but customer experience is basically the, the actual deliver, how you deliver on your mission and values and the, the brand that you promised to your customers. So if you frame it around brand instead of customer experience and say like, we need to meet our customers experience by promising a great brand experience, sometimes reframing like the message there is sometimes re reframing um, your argument in a, in a good way, in a way that everyone already understands um, can help you get listened to. Um, but there's a, there's a few different ways. Like I think, I feel like I could go on, but I won't. Um, but I can share with you my, my tip sheet that we've created online. It's like a little ebook um, about how to get, like there's, there's two. So there's act how to make your insights actionable and then there's how to make customer support and customer experience value. Well, that'll be a great resource for our audience today. If you can share that tip sheet, I'll make sure I include the link in the description for the tip sheet for all our audience and they can access it. Great. Cool. So Ben, uh, to conclude this uh, session, what is the message that you have for our customer experience aficionados as a CX professional, someone who's working in this domain, someone who's working day and night to create those memorable experiences for the customers? What is your message for our aficionados or enthusiasts here? <laughs> uh, keep going. It's some, sometimes it can feel like an uphill battle, but you're doing the right thing. You have the most important job in the company, really. Um, so keep, keep, uh, keep doing it. Keep keep selling don't be afraid to make the case don't feel you know if you feel unheard or unlistened to don't be afraid to uh, learn some more skills around being convincing and, and just get up there and start selling um, because it's a bit of an uphill battle sometimes so yeah and good luck <laughs> okay so that's my takeaway from the entire talk that yes you have the most important job in the organization as a customer experience <laughs> professional because as a business you exist because of your customers if your customers aren't happy or if your customers aren't there for you no you're gone so yes as a customer experience professional you have the most important job great exactly 100% <laughs> okay so thank you for being with us Ben uh, thank you very much for having me really appreciate it Thank you.
Thanks for listening to CXO with your host, Supriya. I hope you enjoyed a dive into the nitty-gritty of customer experience. If you are committed to applying these ideas in the real world, stay tuned with me. Don't forget to check out all the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode, folks. See you next time.